Emma Mae Jenkins here. This podcast is powered by the Converge Podcast Network. Oh my goodness, incredible humans. Happy New Year. Happy day. I love you. My name is Emma Mae Jenkins, and I'm honored and so grateful to be able to welcome you to the Have You Heard podcast where faith comes by hearing that is hearing the good news, hearing the word about Christ. That's Romans 10, 17. It's the heart behind this podcast that the word of Christ, the the message that he came, lived the life that we couldn't live, died the death we deserve and rose from the grave, defeating death, defeating hell, defeating sin so that all who believe in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Jesus He is the word. And so by reading his word, studying his word and living out his word, there's life that is found in this. And so this podcast, the Have You Heard podcast, these things that I'm sharing with you are things that have changed my life by the power of the Lord. And so I pray that through our time together today, your faith is deepened as we go to the word together, as we talk about Jesus and we talk about life and we talk about different struggles that I know I've experienced and different things I've learned from those struggles. And I pray just speaks directly into your own journey and builds you up, spurs you on and um, leaves you better than how than how you came in this podcast. So y'all, I'm really excited. Without further ado, let's get into the word. So we are talking about procrastination and time management today. (laughs) And I really wanted to talk about this it was put on my heart because I not only like had some of y'all ask if it could be talked about through Instagram, but I also have experienced the journey of learning. Okay. I procrastinated in this area. What did I do wrong that I can do better next time? Or wow, I turned this in early and I feel awesome. What did I do differently? And how can I continue to do that, continue to grow in it? And so I've learned through messing up and through succeeding. And so I wanted to share what I've learned through time management and procrastination with you. And I pray that it encourages you and helps you in that area of your life. Because I feel like although time management and procrastination, we can hear that and we just think of certain things or we think it's just one aspect of our life, I think it's one of those things that infiltrates through a lot of different areas of our life. And if we choose to be diligent and intentional in that area, it can actually impact a lot of other areas. So I'm praying that today's message is very relatable to you. And also I pray that it's very helpful to you too. So whenever I say procrastination, I know a lot of different maybe memories, a lot of different scenarios can come to your mind when you hear that word based on um, how it has impacted your life and your own days. But some examples that came to my mind that I've experienced um, is just procrastination in following up with a friend, procrastination in responding to that text or email, procrastination in in the form of choosing to not leave early enough <laughs> to get somewhere on time. So like I'm leaving late, therefore that's a guarantee I'm going to get wherever I'm going late. It could be in beginning a project early enough 
to be able to turn in your best work. So when I procrastinate, I'm starting my project late. Therefore, I'm either turning my project in late or I'm cramming and I'm not turning in my best work. And I think all of us have experienced that to some capacity. And I I just wanted to start off by saying you're not alone. (laughs) Also, I wanted to share with you like some ways to help. Some things that have really helped me in um, learning how to manage my time well, be proactive, be diligent, is surrounding myself with people who know me well. For that in my life, it's like some of my best girlfriends who know me well, Josh, my fiance, who really knows me well. He is also very business-minded and helps me in this ministry. And so he knows a lot of my deadlines and calls that are coming up and speaking engagements that are coming up. And, and my sweet mama who helps manage the ministry alongside me. So like people who know me well, but so they know my strengths and weaknesses, but they also kind of know my schedule. They know things that are coming up. And it's really good because whenever they're aware of important things that I have coming up, they can help keep me accountable to be proactive. Like, hey, have you began to to pray about about this conference that's coming up? Because it's it's coming up in the next month. Have you started to set out time to study I and mean, spend time in the word specifically for this? Or even if it's for for school, hey, there's a paper that's due. Like whatever it may be, I think just having people in my life who know me well and know a little bit of my routine um, can help keep me accountable to honor the things I've said yes to and to steward my time well. Also, I set reminders on my phone. (laughs) That's something that's very, very helpful because I would be foolish to think that I'm like, immune to forgetting things <laughs> because that's not the case. I need reminders. I need help. This is a side note, but I think it's powerful whenever you think of Jesus, when he's talking to his disciples in John 14, and he says, I'm going to send you an advocate, the Holy Spirit, and he is going to teach you and remind you of all of the things that I have told you. And you read all throughout scripture of God saying, remember, Remember, set up this monument in remembrance of me. Jesus doing communion for the first time at the Passover meal before he's crucified on the cross. Like he's sitting down with his disciples and he's saying, do this, eat this bread, drink of this wine in remembrance of me. This is my body. This is my blood. There's a reason that remembering reminders is a theme all throughout scripture because we as humans are prone to forgetting it. So don't think that you're so high up that you don't need to have reminders. Also, pray. Pray that God would help you manage your time well. I think this is probably such a simple prayer that we like forget. Wait, I actually can come to God with the details. I can come to God about the day-to-day things because he cares about it. And he wants to help me. He wants to strengthen me. He wants to guide me and, and help me become all that he's called me to be. He promises he'll finish the good work he started in me. So like pray that they're like, pray in all circumstances, pray without ceasing, devote yourself to prayer. I think that also includes asking God about the everyday things, approaching him saying, God, Help me manage my time well. Help me to be proactive. Help me to communicate that I care about what I'm doing through how I'm stewarding my time to do it. I'm very thankful for the lessons that I've learned from my mistakes of procrastinating because as I said earlier, like whether you succeed or you fail, which both will happen, they're all lessons to be learned. But this is a big but. 
I have never felt relieved or as proud of my work when I'm cramming to complete something on time. And it always, without fail, adds unnecessary stress. Like every time I wait till the last minute to do something or every time I keep putting something off and then it's too late to to follow up or or whatever, like I'm always like so bummed and I'm like, man, like this happened last time, but I did it again. And it's like unnecessary stress. And something I wanted to just encourage y'all with though, because I know that if I were to be like, listening to a podcast or listening to a message about procrastination and time management. Yes, I would want to be challenged and I would want to leave with like insight as to how to improve, leave with like encouragement as to how I could do things a little differently. But I also, I don't know about you, but sometimes if I'm made aware of something that like, "Hmm, yeah, I could really be doing better at that. Like I don't do that well all the time. I also need to be reminded of the gentleness of God, the patience of God, and reminded to give myself permission to be human. And so I want to take this little time, if that's you and you're hearing about procrastination and time management and you're just beating yourself up because it's something that you don't think you do well, I want to take this pocket of time and just encourage you with something in preparation of this podcast I wrote down that I was encouraged by. And so I pray it encourages you. So I wrote this down at the bottom of my notes in prep for this podcast. And I basically wrote down, when I don't manage my time well, notice that it's not if, (laughs) it's when, because it's going to happen. Life happens, like circumstances happen. The fact that we're human, (laughs) it's all real. So when I don't manage my time well, First thing, what a great opportunity to learn. See it as an opportunity to learn. So don't, don't like deny that you messed up, own up to it, acknowledge it, but see it as an opportunity to learn. And second, rest in the gentleness of the Lord. (laughs) It's a humbling reminder that we don't have it all together. Rest in the fact that, wow, I'm so thankful for God's kindness and I'm so thankful for how he walks with me. And I'm so thankful for how through these little circumstances, such as turning something in late or such as fill in the blank regarding procrastination, I am reminded and humbled that Jesus is perfect that and I am not. I'm not. I don't have it all together, but he holds me all together. And I love how through those simple everyday moments, through time management, God humbly reminds me, yep, (laughs) I, I, I don't have it all together. And man, just what a humbling reminder that God is good, that he is God, that he is perfect and that I need him. Just something sweet, I pray, encourages you. This is a sweet note. I think I hit on this note a little bit in my like what to say yes to and what to say no to podcast, which was earlier in this, like in the start of this podcast, which is so cool. But this is just a little nugget. God gives me the time to do what he has called me to do. So if God has called you to it, he will give you the time to to complete it. He will give you the time to see it to come for, to fruition. He will give you the time to 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 do it. But, but, but 
I get to choose how to steward the time he's given me. So yes, if God's called me to it, he gives me time for it. But am I stewarding the time he's given me to do it well? Because here's something cool. I honor myself when I steward my time well. I honor others when I steward my time well. Because I can communicate to someone that I care about them simply in how I manage my time. Because I make time for what's most important to me. And I honor the Lord by how I steward my time. Some scripture that came to my mind in thinking through this time management. It's so cool how like, I feel like I refer to this scripture a lot throughout the these podcast episodes, but in 2 Timothy 3, 16 through 17, we're told that God's word is breathed by the Lord and it has been made profitable for teaching, correcting, rebuking, and training in righteousness so that the righteous person may be equipped for every good work, not only some, but every. And I just think it's cool that as time management and procrastination was put on my heart to talk about, there was scripture to go to. There was scripture to teach. There was scripture to study because there's nothing that you will walk through that God's word doesn't meet you there, that God's word doesn't lead you through. It may not say these exact specific words in regard to your circumstance, but it speaks to the exact and specific circumstances that you're standing in because his word is alive and active and it equips you for every good work. The first verse that came to my mind is Colossians 3, 23 through 24. And Paul is writing to the church of Colossae and he says, whatever you do, get that, whatever you do, not only some of the things that you do, not only some of like the things that seem bigger or more important to you, but whatever you do, work at it with all of your heart as working for the Lord not for human masters. Because again, I honor the Lord by how I steward my time. Since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward, it is the Lord Christ you are serving. I don't know about you, but whenever I am made aware or I am reminded that it is the Lord I'm serving, my posture towards the task at hand changes. My desire to do what I'm doing with excellence grows. Because whenever I realize that what I'm doing, I'm doing for the Lord, I want to do it in the best way I could do it. Because this isn't just for anyone. This is for the King. This is for God. And it's not just some of the things that I do for Him. All that I do is for Him. Proverbs 10 verse 4 says that lazy people are soon poor. Hard workers get rich. And yes, these riches may come in the form of finances. So when I'm diligent, when I work hard, when I'm wholehearted in what I'm doing, finances, like that is, that is something that can come from that. But also I think that there is richness in relationship quality that comes from hard work. There's richness in your rest. There's richness in organization and structure. There's richness in emotional and mental health as well when we choose to work hard in the area of being proactive and managing our time in a healthy way. So like, what's just cool about that is like, like I said, yes, finances like sometimes will come from hard work. But I think also whenever we choose to be proactive and manage our time and steward in a way that brings glory to the Lord and is honorable, like there's richness in our quality of life. There's richness in our quality of relationships. There's richness in like the quality of order and structure within our home and within our minds. So just something sweet to think on. 
listening to the Converge Podcast Network. And now a message from one of our network supporters. Hey, today's episode is sponsored by our friends at Faithful Counseling. So let's get real for a second. Is there something interfering with your peace, robbing you of joy, preventing you from carrying God's yoke that is easy and his burden that is light that he intends for you to carry, he designed you to carry? Are you walking through something that's preventing you from achieving your goals? I know that for many of us, that can be anxiety, depression, fear, or even broken relationships that can be holding us back. But this is where Faithful Counseling comes in. Faithful Counseling is a worldwide counseling service that is making professional counseling accessible, affordable, and convenient so anyone and everyone can face life's challenges and can get help anytime, anywhere. Faithful Counseling offers four different ways to get connected to a licensed counselor. You can sit down for video calls, phone calls, live chats, or instant messaging. Every counselor on Faithful Counseling is licensed by their respective state board and has over 3,000 hours of experience. If you think that Faithful Counseling is for you, you can sign Sign up today and be matched with your counselor in 24 hours or less. Faithful Counseling is helping us live our healthiest lives in the comfort and safety of our homes. Be sure to check out Faithful Counseling at faithfulcounseling.com slash MMA slash. Proverbs 20 verse 4 says that those too lazy to plow in the right season will have no food at the harvest. Wow. So I can't expect everything to just fall into place and go swimmingly and have the end result of hard work if I'm not willing to put in the hard work up front. I can't get out of something when I'm not willing to put in it. And that's beautiful. That should encourage us and spur us on and challenge us to give our all, to be wholehearted in our faith, to be wholehearted in in the task at hand, not because we're wanting to earn approval or because we're wanting to earn status or because we think that we need to work at like being seen a certain way by the Lord. No, like I work hard because I know all I do is for the glory of the Lord. And it's not for acceptance from him, but it's from a place of rest in the fact that he has already sealed me in his spirit, that he has called me by name. So I'm not working from a place of striving. I'm working from a place of rest and for his glory, for his renown, for his name. And it's so, it's so exciting. It's so exciting. And I think like I'm able to work harder, like, and enjoy that hard work whenever it's not from a place of striving because I'm not seeking to earn my value or earn my worth, but I'm working from a place of freedom, knowing that my worth and my identity and my value has already been confirmed and sealed and kept by the God who gave it to me. I can't, and going back to this verse of those too lazy to plow in the right season will have no food at the harvest goes into like, for example, I can't expect school to have 
the end result of health and abundance and depth. I can't expect my relationships to have the end result of health and abundance and depth. I can't expect my walk with God to have the end result of health and abundance and depth if I'm continually putting off any investment into these things. Luke 16 verse 10, Jesus says, Whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. And whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonest with much. And I think this goes back to seeing how like your everyday things, they may seem small. Your decisions to put things off or to not see things as a priority that need to get done, like they may seem simple in the moment, but I, I, and of course there are things that can wait. And there are things that don't need to be done right this second. But I'm saying like, whenever we're lazy and whenever we're refusing to do things that need to get done, I think those things may seem small in the moment, but what if we were to see those moments? What if we were to see the small things, the little things as valuable? Because whatever I do, I'm doing for the Lord, even the things that seem small. And what's so cool is when I'm, when I can be trusted with the little when I can be trusted with following up, when I can be trusted with being there on time when I said I would be there, when I can be trusted with with managing my time in a way that honors other people and honors myself and honors the Lord, like when I can be like trusted with being proactive and not constantly putting important things off and procrastinating on them, like what I'm trusted with will expand. What I'm given to steward will expand. And that comes in different forms, but I just think that's really encouraging and kind of goes back to what we were saying at the beginning of the podcast that time management and procrastination may seem like a like a simple a simple area or a small compartment of our lives, but it actually like infiltrates into a lot of different areas of our life. So just think about that for a second. If I can be trusted with how to manage my time, then the things that I'm going to be entrusted with will expand because how I manage my time impacts a lot of things. So a lot of things I will begin to be entrusted with whenever I can manage my time well because I can manage my time and those other things that are entrusted to me, if that makes sense. I just think that's really encouraging. Like take take the little things like as as valuable. Be trusted with the little things. I think that this is kind of like a side note, not even about procrastination, but like even the little things as I think sometimes in, especially in our day and age and in our culture, we can be so focused on getting famous, so focused on having a lot of people know our name, so focused with having a big platform, so focused with having tons of followers. And it's in such a way that like, we neglect the simple conversations with the cashier when we're checking out with our groceries, or we neglect the conversations within the four walls of our home with our family. And we see those things as little because it's not a whole bunch of people. Friend, I even see that this verse in that capacity. Do you see the conversations with your family the conversations with the people in the grocery store, the conversations with people who are outcast, if you will, the conversations with people who are overlooked, with people who, according to the world and society, would not be seen as important or valuable to know. 
Do you see them as valuable to know? Do you see them as having, do you see them as worth having a conversation with? Do you see them as important and loved and just as cherished, just as worthy, just as significant as someone who is known by the entire world, as someone who has a million followers on Instagram? Because if God can trust you to be faithful with those everyday conversations that nobody else may see, if God can trust you to be faithful, to to pray for people when nobody else would know that you were doing so, can God trust you with being faithful to love people well? Like, I pray that our aim is not just to have as many people know us as possible. I pray that our aim is to have many people know the Lord as possible. And I think that that comes true through being faithful with the little things, seeing what are quote unquote little moments as actually very significant. Why? Because it's significant to the Lord. When we procrastinate in, it it comes in many different forms. And I kind of honed in a little bit on like procrastinating in responding to emails or turning in an assignment on time or leaving early in order to get somewhere on time. Like those little things, I kind of want to step into a bigger picture, like the kingdom of heaven type of mindset. Are we procrastinating in those types of things? Are we procrastinating in seeking God first? Are we procrastinating in spending time with him? Are we procrastinating in taking our relationship with God seriously? Are we procrastinating being obedient to God's word? Are we procrastinating in putting off being fully present with people and loving them well? Are we putting off and procrastinating in sharing the gospel with people? Are we procrastinating in putting off stepping into whatever it is that God is calling us to do? whether that be making that phone call, going to counseling, going to do that job interview, moving to that place in rest. Yep, I just went there. Yep, some of us are procrastinating rest. Some of us are procrastinating taking a pause. Some of us need to be wholehearted in the thing that is rest. For some of us, it isn't activities and chores and duties that we continue to put off, but rather for some of us, it's resting, getting a good night's sleep, planning nothing in a day. We must be wholehearted in how we manage time to rest just as much as how we manage time to get things done. Friend, our life is a mist. And I refuse to put off the things that matter. I'm not guaranteed tomorrow, so why am I so prone to put important things off to a day that I'm not guaranteed? The right time to do the right thing is right now. And again, God's grace is sufficient for you. Again, He strengthens you with His grace. Again, He is faithful even whenever we mess up, even whenever we fall short, even whenever we don't get things done on time, even whenever we don't take the little things seriously. He's faithful. He's good. He's sovereign. He's on the throne. He's pursuing us. He loves us because he's holy and good. Oh, I love him. So be encouraged as we're ending this podcast hearing like, wow, not only like, yes, of course, like, 
the things such as following up with people, being where I'm said I'm going to be on time, like those things, yes, they're important (laughs) because they are, but also like even on a grander scale, like, wow, I don't want to put off investing into my time alone with God. I don't want to put off investing into being fully present with people. I don't want to put off being obedient to God's word. And so as I challenge you and myself with this exciting thing that we get to step into this new year with, not putting off the things that are important, I also do want to remind you that when you do mess up, when you do fail, when you do not steward your time in the way that you had wished to, Take it as a humbling reminder that you don't have it all together, but you're held in the hands of a God who, who holds you all together. See it as opportunity to learn and then apply what you learn the next time. Rest in the gentleness of the Lord. He's so good. He's so faithful. I love y'all so much. I pray that this podcast encouraged you. I pray that I just, wow, I just pray that you are leaving better than when you came. And if you know the Lord, I pray that it encourages you to prioritize your relationship with him and to not put off seeking him first. And if you don't know the Lord, I encourage you to not put off surrendering to him, not procrastinating him being the Lord of your life. Because Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father except through Him. He came and demonstrated His perfect love for you. So that even that while you were still a sinner, He died for you. So that if you believe in Him, you shall not perish but have eternal life. He defeated the very thing, the sin and the death that separated you from the Father. Separated you from life and hope and peace. He came and... Mate, he is the way for you to be brought back to the Lord, be brought back to peace and joy and hope. And it is through him that you shall be saved. If anything that I encourage you not to procrastinate, it is that. If anything that I encourage you to steward your time towards, it's, it's seeking him. Because he promises that when you seek him, you will find him when you seek him with all of your heart. He promises that when you ask, it shall be given. When you knock, the door shall be answered. When you seek, you shall find. So friend, if you don't know God, I I pray that, I pray that you shall seek him and that you shall find him and that this is something that won't be put off in your life because it's the most important thing that you would ever do. Y'all, I love you. I'm thankful for you. I pray that y'all have the best week ever and that you know how valued you are by God. So, so stinking valued. (laughs) Be sure and share this episode with your people and rate and review, download all of those fun, fun things. And y'all just be blessed. (laughs) I love y'all. Talk to you next week. blessings and encouragement and a deepening of faith over your life today. Be sure to subscribe, rate, give reviews, and go share this episode with all of your people so that we can continue to build our community and build our faith. Thank you for tuning in to the Have You Heard podcast, and don't forget how awesome you are.
This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network.